It's the Weekend Jam with Zoe and the Milkman. Oh my goodness, am I speaking with the next Rachel Holman, the skip of her curling team, one Zoe Thorne. How do you feel about Uh, being named Skip? Yes, I got the email. I am skipping a team this year. I'm excited i don't know it seems like a lot of pressure also i don't get to sweep as much so my you know physical activity goes down a little bit uh but that's all right hopefully we can pull off some wins but at the same time in our league if you win the game you have to buy the other team a beer so i'm kind of hoping we lose them all because (laughs) i really can't afford it (laughs) yeah that is a curling tradition skip by the way if you're not familiar with curling that is the person who uh, decides what shots are, are going to be made, uh, you know, h- how the handle's thrown, what the strategy is, etc. So the brains of the operation. Good for you. That's awesome. Also, I get to yell. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> the best part of skipping is you get to scream at people. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm coming. I'm coming with the video camera, and we're gonna mic you up. Let's get some action you, footage. Oh my gosh, the stuff you would hear out of my voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honestly, we should. It yeah. would probably be a pretty good blooper reel of stuff that I say when I don't think anyone's listening to me. So, and you know what? We Ooh. now that we talk about it, we had talked about me uh, joining. Your your curling team i i'm just I know. listen i girl i'm in I, like all joking aside i am really i'm a physical mess right now my knees i'm not even sure if i could get out of the hack but i want to well no but that's but i said right they now have these new like broomsticks that you can put on the rock and walk it to the line and give it a little like push with a spin <laughs> see that's so still too athletic for to... me no that's still too athletic i i need when when, when i can trying do trying to make it accessible for everyone <laughs> you're not helping <laughs> when i can do curling laying down call me all right please don't lay on my eyes don't lay on my eyes <laughs> Lots to talk about this week. It's been a weird week. We're going to tackle it all. It's just it's a couple of friends getting together for a conversation, and um, we're glad you're here to be part of it as well. It is the Weekend Jam. And why I did it in that voice, I'll never I know. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's the Weekend Jam with Zoe and the Milkman. Time to find out what you're watching. What are you watching? You're excited about um, The Crown, isn't it? That's new on Netflix yes. this week. Oh, my God. It came out this week. I'm like, yeah. Um, but r- right now we're currently binging Ted Lasso on ah. uh, Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, and there's a couple other things that Mr. Hanson wants me to get caught up on on Apple TV because we just got it again. Um, <laughs> but, yes, The Crown. I immediately texted him on thursday right is it th- it was thursday that it came out on the uh, yep. 16th and i was just like oh my god oh my god it's out <laughs> he's like yay more content but we have to finish our content first and I, I'm like, you know what Meow. i'm with him sometimes you're watching too many things and like i forget what what's happening to this one so yeah okay so. i don't i don't even care i will light them all on fire and watch them burn as long as i can watch the crown immediately <laughs> like, all right, well, the crown just, is new oh. let us know how that goes for you uh the new matt rife comedy special premiered on netflix on Wednesday. I'm a huge fan of Matt Reif. If you're on TikTok, if you're on Instagram, um, he pops up all the time. The guy, I've never seen anybody, and I do a lot of comedy shows. In fact, I do a comedy show every Tuesday night at No Forks Given, um, which is a great room for crowd work. Nobody does crowd work like Matt Reif. The way he interacts with his audience, that's what made this guy. So his story is he used to be like doing stand-up comedy in like empty rooms. And some mm. of these clubs would require, well, if you want to do a show, that's great, uh, but you got to sell at least five tickets. 
and he didn't know oh. he didn't know five people. His grandfather kept buying tickets to his show. Aww, right? That's so sweet. Yeah. yeah. His, his grandfather since passed away. Um, but this is a guy, he's 28 years old, drop dead gorgeous. So look out, <laughs> Mr. Handsome. Okay. <laughs> no, don't, don't worry, Mr. Handsome. <laughs> um, but like, just had no desire to be on social media whatsoever. Uh, during the pandemic, it was really the only place he could put himself and his career just took off. Anyway, um, the Matt Reif uh, comedy special is on Netflix now. It's good. It's good. It's funny. Is it? Okay, because I'm but, going I'm going to be seeing it. But, but oh, okay. I'd rather see him in a more intimate setting. Like I said, his crowd work That's is fair. what really makes him. Um, he's in a theater in Washington, D.C. So just Make sure you know that going in. It, it's a very yeah. different kind of feel. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I enjoyed it. It's just not quite what you're used to. Also, um, new this week on Apple TV Plus, Monarch, Legacy of Monsters. Have you heard this? Mm, I've seen the commercial on Apple TV Plus, yeah. I want to be the commercial for this one. Can I Can I put on <laughs> movie voice and, and introduce the listener to this one? Yes, go right ahead. <laughs> new on Apple TV Plus. Monarch, legacy of monsters, after the battle between Godzilla and the Titans, revealing that monsters are real. Apple TV Plus invites you to follow one family's journey to uncover its buried secrets and a legacy linking them to the secretive organization called Monarch. Oh, chills. Now you Chills. Watch I'm so glad I allowed the audience to witness that. Right. Now you want to watch yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I do. And uh, this one had me at hello. Um, I asked if you'd heard of this one. You have not. So let me set it up Mm-mm. for you. It's new on Prime. It's called Twin Love. It's a brand new sex encounter show, and I am all in for this. So here's the deal, Zoe. Mm-hmm. It's 10 sets of identical twins. Hang on. It doesn't get weird like that. So five groups of women, five groups of men, and they're split into two different houses so that each house has one of each twin set. And then they try and hook up. Okay. <laughs> That's the most uninspired. I, I'm like, I'm all in for this. It's got sex in it. And Zoe's like, oh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. It's, I don't. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm sorry. It sounds like some sort of like monarchy thing. Like I don't know how I feel about it. He's no, more inbred no. than a duke. As weird as Twin Love sounds, I promise you, there are much weirder stories out there about the monarchy. I'm just saying. It's the Weekend Jam with Zoe and the Milkman. Zoe and the Milkman's Weekend Jam. Both of us are pet lovers. You have your Xena. I've got my... Mm -hmm. uh, He just peed on stuff. You know what I discovered? My cat, when his litter box is full, he'll either pee on stuff in the house, but lately he's taken to peeing in the sink. I'm actually okay with that. (laughs) I'd rather he do that. This is easier cleanup. Yes, it is. But I feel like... There's a moment where things could go wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. And I also have, of course, my beloved Kelty, my rescue Bernese <laughs> lab. Well, an online marketplace called Rovers has just released their annual list of the most popular pet names, cats and dogs. Are you ready, mm. Zoe, for the five most popular dog names for boy dogs? Sure. Let's start with boy dogs because I've got a sneaking suspicion I know what's on the female dog list, but that's really? a personal uh, oh, story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Top five boy dog names this year. Max, mm. 
always a classic. That checks out. Mm-hmm. Cooper? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that checks out. Mm-hmm. Milo? Milo Cooper's. Yep. I actually, I have a Milo that walks by my house all the time. <laughs> Buddy. Buddy. Yeah. And I've never, and I go to the dog park every day, sometimes twice a day. Mm. I've never heard a dog mm. named this, but Reddy, R-E-D-D-Y, one of the top five male dog names of the year. Mm. Oh. All right. Uh, you have a sneaking suspicion something is up with the female dog list. Oh, <laughs> yes, I see it now. <laughs> yeah, I but, figured. <clears throat> the, I, I mean, it's not probably spelt the same, but. Oh, but it is. It oh, but it what? is. What? <laughs> yeah, but we have to stretch this to six. Right, we did five for the boys. We're stretching it to six. So the top five female dog names, Bella, Daisy, yeah. Lucy, yeah. Lily, mm-hmm. Lola, and. Mm-hmm. Is it is my number one? Is it actually? You always have to be number one, don't you? Not in this case, Zoe. <laughs> Zoe okay. is the number six most popular female dog <sighs> name. Okay, thank goodness. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear it a lot when I go to dog parks, and so I've started now to like joke around with other owners, and they're like, "Zoe, come here, come here, Zoe." Do you go running like, to yeah, them? I'm, Please tell me you go yeah, running. I'll, to them. I'll start like walking towards me, like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm coming." <laughs> like, <laughs> is that like, how you met very handsome man? Was he at the dog park calling Zoe? Zoe? No, he was on Tinder calling Zoe. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Weekend Jam with Zoe and the Milkman. We've got Keith Whittier here with everything you need to be adding to your watch list this weekend. What do you got for us, Keith? Well, let's talk about the new slasher film from director Eli Roth. This is called Thanksgiving. The cool thing about this movie, it was actually a uh, a brainchild of a faux trailer that we saw from a movie called Grindhouse years ago. That was a movie directed by Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. And during the film, they had like these little fake trailers that popped up through the movie, like this movie Machete that came out uh, in a couple of different installments years ago. Thanksgiving is the latest. And basically with this, we go back in time about a year ago. We've got this crazy Black Friday sale at a Walmart type store. Tons of people trample through the store. And as a result, there's a couple of fatalities. Fast forward to a year later and some people, maybe peoples, are out for revenge. So we basically have somebody who's stalking this town, basically out for blood, literally. And now as an audience, we're trying to understand, well, who could possibly be behind this? Because there are a ton of suspects. This is an original idea, and it was something that was pretty entertaining, especially with Black Friday just a week away. Um, Eli Roth, I will admit, a lot of times is a bit of a hit or miss director. Um, Movies like The Green Inferno didn't really hit, but I will say he's also the same person who did movies like Hostel and Knock Knock. This is more on the hit side. I thought this was very entertaining, and I could definitely see it spawning into a franchise. So the way I hear you describing this then, Thanksgiving, not a turkey. Well, let me tell you, there are there are some things that are going to get stuffed in this movie, but let's. It is not for kids. It is not for the weak of heart. It is it is violent, but it is also very very entertaining. I guess it's not Black Friday, but more Red Friday. (laughs) (laughs) I like that absolutely. All right, we're not we're not going to review trolls this week, are we, Keith? No, no, I'm sorry. We're going to have to 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 pass on that. I I apologize. Okay. What a shame. (laughs) Yeah. So what's up next then? Okay, the next one, we are going down 
to American Samoa, and we are going to be talking about the new film from uh, um, that stars Michael Fassbender called Next Goal Wins. Now, this is actually based on a true story. American Samoa was this famous, famous football slash soccer team that had a absolutely atrocious record. They were beaten 31 to nothing. And yes, that is a soccer score. Wow. Not an, up, not an upcoming Grey Cup score. And basically <laughs> what they did was they went out and they hired a coach to come and help save the day enter the Michael Fassbender character. So this movie accomplishes a couple of different things. It is it is a it is a comedy. It is by the same director from Jojo Rabbit as well as some of the different Thor movies. Um, so we do have a comedic element to it, but it's also very sweet as we get to see somebody in, the, in terms of the Michael Fassbender character explore a brand new culture uh, with the uh, with the, the wonderful people from the Samoan island. I think it's a sweet film. We've we've seen this before in terms of the underdog story. We've seen this before in terms of the grizzly coach who comes in to, to to help out but it doesn't mean that it doesn't work this movie's fun it's it's sweet and it's a great uh, it's a great choice for uh, different movies that are playing in theaters right now i would be remiss if i did not mention that keith is the biggest cfl fan anywhere uh, in fact that is part of your twitter handle montreal winnipeg in the gray cup they have never met in 110 years they have never met in the gray cup um what is your prediction for the game on sunday Common Sense would say that, first of all, thank you for the kind words. Um, common Sense would say that Winnipeg should win this game, but let's not forget the fact that nobody expected Montreal to win last week against Toronto, and that was a dominant win. Um, uh, so Common Sense would say Winnipeg, but you got to go with the underdog in Montreal because it would be wonderful to see Montreal pull off the upset. I'm, I'm hoping it's a great game. Keith Whittier with movies and sports on the weekend jam, wittywittier.com, and we will post the trailers up for both movies he's reviewed for you today on our website, theweekendjam.com. It's the Weekend Jam with Zoe and the Milkman. Google has just revealed the top gifts that everyone wants in 2023 because, of course, Google knows. Because what do you do? If you are, mm -hmm. like, if there's something you want, something you're interested in, something you desire, you go to Google and you punch it in. So yep. these are some great gift ideas from Google. You're, you'll like this one, I think. Um, oh, it's yeah. the number one uh, best cozy gift for this year. It's called the original human dog bed. What do you think that is? I'm assuming like a dog bed big enough for you and your dog. You got it. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> Can I add that to my Christmas list, Mom? <laughs> 349 bucks US that's going for. You know oh, these no, no. You know these Stanley tumblers? Oh my gosh, yeah, they're freaking everywhere. Like it it almost it's so big. It's a it's like a coffee cup water bottle thing, but it's so big. Yeah. It almost looks like it's a comical prop, right? Yeah. But it's Well, not. didn't you just say you wanted one recently? And well, I was like yeah, because I like I'm trying to I, I need to get in shape. So I was raking leaves the other day. I, like five minutes in, I'm like I am in deep trouble here. Like oh, I, so you just want something to be able to lift all the time? Well, <laughs> <just keep> <laughs> well dual purpose, right? I need yeah. <laughs> I need to make healthier choices. So do away with Fair. Pink Whitney's in the pop, and and I see all the people who are in shape, of course, walking around with these Stanley forty ounce tumblers. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, I've, I've got something that's comparable. It's my Bubba. It looks like a football. It's a massive drink, so I don't need it. Um, but over the last 12 months, searches for the Stanley 40-ounce tumbler 
have quadrupled. 20,000 sold on Amazon in the last 30 days alone. So that's a big, big gift this Holy Christmas. crow. Aren't they like 50 bucks well, each? Yeah, which is why it makes There's a great all- gift, right? I'm not going to buy that for myself, yeah. but if you think I'm pretty, you might buy it for me. <laughs> Right. I've definitely seen people's collections on TikTok of their like Stanley tumblers and stuff. And they're like out with the summer one in with the fall one. I'm like, what's more? What? Yeah. <laughs> They've got like these massive collections. And I'm just like, just the color. You just change. need just like one. Pick no, one. Like, I need one for every season. Blue one for the summer. Oh, orange one for the fall. Red one for the winter. And I'm just no. like. I have so many water bottles. Does someone come? Like, does someone want to come take a couple? Like, I really don't. Yeah, need right. Them. And <laughs> coffee mugs. <laughs> I could get rid of like eighty percent of my coffee mugs. I'd still have too many. All right, back to Google and the top search for items that might make great Christmas gifts this year: engravable necklaces, engravable jewelry in in general. Um, oh. Searches for that spiked five thousand percent in June. So there's a hint that may be what the one you love is looking at. Uh, the mm. Lululemon. Belt bag. I don't even know oh, what that yeah. is. It, it looks like a oh, man purse. Yeah, well, it's like a, um, it's it's almost like a cross, body, well, it's a fanny pack. It's basically a fanny pack. I know you know what that is. Why do I want that? I don't want that. No. Anyway, people search well, for it. 650% more searches for that this year than last year. Okay, so more oh. practical gifts from Google's Holiday 100 list. The electric spin scrubber. It's like a drill, <laughs> but with a scrubber thing on the end. So you still got to kind of like move it oh, back and forth. And a like, drill with a scrubber? Does... I need that. I want that. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, compression packing cubes. I'm sorry. Well, they're, they're cubes. And if you're packing something, moving or whatever oh, else. Oh, oh, you they... mean the like vacuum seal bags that like shrink things down into tiny... I think so. Or are these these things that they like mold around the shape of whatever you're trying to store? Anyway, compression packing cubes, people are looking for that. And finally, according to Google, this is what people really want for Christmas, the Herman Miller desk chair. It's um, quite the stocking stuffer, Zoe, at $708 right now on Amazon. It's the Weekend Jam with Zoe and the Milkman. Got your whip handy, Zoe? It's the sound effect she always uses when we introduce the fact that it is time for Fast Facts. <laughs> These are just random facts. Uh, mine are about men in the dating world. You've got some facts about what? Workplaces. Workplaces. All right. Feel free to go first. Let's see if I can figure out your fast fact number one. Okay. About 15% of people say they have missed work because of this. What is it? Fifteen percent of people have missed work because of the um, uh, snow day. No, these are some vain fifteen percent. A pimple. <laughs> A pimple. <laughs> okay. Guys, All right. Come, no really? one cares. Really? No one cares. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Go to work. <laughs> I got fast facts as it pertains to men in the dating world. Zoe, seven percent mm. of men surveyed have ruined a date by doing this. There could be so many answers to this question. I know. Right? Um, I'm trying to. Uh, they they scratch their balls. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would ruin a date I, instantly. For I me. <laughs> like your answer a lot better. Uh, but no, locking their keys in the car. Oh I've, Jesus! I've done that. The seven percent—that's a lot of people. I I'm among them. I've done that. Mm. Oh, right. It's my turn. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, according to a new study, you should be doing more of this at work. What is it? 
doing more of this at more work at work. <laughs> Your boss would be super impressed with that answer. I don't have a but... boss. I'm self-employed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, giving constructive criticism to your coworkers. Ah. AKA starting shit in the office. <laughs> yeah, that's a slippery slope, isn't it? You got to yeah. be careful with that. Okay. Yeah. But uh, apparently you should be doing it more. Okay. <laughs> careful. Careful. Uh, fast facts as it pertains to men in the dating world. 75% of men, Zoe, have made this mistake on a date. Don't you dare say scratching balls again. 75% <laughs> of men have made this mistake on a date. Called a person by the wrong name. <laughs> Even worse, if the date went really, really well. Uh, no, 75% of men have ordered their meal before they um, had their date place her order. Oh, yeah. oh God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I would, I would notice that, but I wouldn't be like, this is a deal breaker. Oh, like, wait, before she even shows up or just oh. like to the waiter beforehand. Okay. Like, well, we before didn't say she... these are deal breakers. We're just saying men do this rightly or wrongly. Yeah. All right. Back to the workplace. Okay. Only one out of two employees talk about this with their coworkers. What is it? And I am one of them. Well, oh, okay. I had a different answer until you said uh, I'm one of them. Uh, one out of two um, talk about their love life. No, their salary. You talk about your salary with your coworkers? Yeah, because if people don't like, I find like transparency will keep everyone on a more level playing field Ooh. when it comes to a salary base. Oh, I could never do that. Oh my gosh. Well, you don't have any coworkers to tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can tell me, but it doesn't really affect. Ooh, jamming. That's a bad jam. It's my jam. It's the weekend jam with Zoe and the Milkman. I'm dying to know, Zoe. One of the biggest tech stories of the week. You and I always. It's the bubble battle, right? You're Android and you love, you love being on Team Green. And I laugh and laugh and laugh because, of course, I'm yeah, all I got about sh- the blue bubble. I got shit on the other night again for being Team Green. <laughs> it doesn't really <laughs> Mr. matter. Mr. Handsome's friends wanted to add me to the group chat. And I'm uh, like, to Mr. <laughs> Handsome's dismay, I am a green bubble. And they well, downed it. Well, <sighs> there's a brand new company, a tech company out of England. They're called Nothing. How very Seinfeld. They're called nothing. They have invented a little workaround that people who have Android can now use this app and it acts like iMessenger. It's not quite iMessenger because Apple locks that stuff down. But but when you message me and you have this app, you will be a blue bubble. You can be part of those group chats now, Zoe. But so isn't it awesome? I would well Sure, I don't really. Welcome to the team, Zoe. I don't see the beef because Android people are better and y'all just need to convert. But like, I just don't understand. Like, the only reason I would use this is for group chats. Because when I, my mom and my brother both have Apple phones and I have an Android, on my end, I'm receiving text messages from two separate chats. And same on their end, they'll be just receiving texts from me, not in the chat. So that would be the only reason I would use it. Proving that your mom and your brother are absolutely way cooler than you are. And by the way, I was on Team Android for a while and I converted back. Anyway. Since we're on the topic, 
What in the world is Facebook doing? Like, there's, Facebook just keeps doing things that nobody asks for. Oh, you this were talking week, about this, and I have no clue so, because it hasn't done it on my my end yet. Th- this is the thing. So it's called Notes. So not notes. everybody got the updates on their Facebook Messenger for Notes, okay? Um, hmm. I happen to be one of the people who did. So if I try and access Messenger um, through a web browser on my computer, nothing there. But when I go to my phone and use Messenger, this thing called Notes. So basically, above your profile picture on uh, Messenger, it's like a little mm. thinking bubble, you know, the old cartoon thinking bubble. And yeah. you can do a status update. And I guess it's because a lot of people have abandoned Facebook itself, but they've kept Messenger just so they can stay yeah. in touch with people. Mr. Handsome's like that. So Abandoned it. Yeah. So for those of us who are still on Facebook... We have a status update, and now we have another status update. Okay, fine. It's cute, whatever else. And all of a sudden, I start getting notices that people have updated their notes and things like that. I'm like, well, what's this about? And I look, and okay, there's a little blank space there, and I can type something. So I typed, because all I noticed was like all the all the updates people were doing, the words were blocking their face. I couldn't see who it was. And I found mm-hmm. that kind of funny. So I updated. My first note was, I am way too damn cute to have all of these words blocking my face. And I updated that. Ha ha. Right? Thank you. (laughs) Except what I didn't know is that it sends this note to everyone on your list. So they get essentially... on your list or on your Facebook? Because I've got like almost a thousand people. Well, I don't know how it's working, but I started getting messages from people I've never messaged with before. They're on my Facebook friends list. I got about 5,000 people. I don't know them all, okay? Okay, so it but sends it to your entire friends list. I, or most of it. I don't know how it, but it, it select people anyway. So, Oh my God, that's I'm, so stressful. So it, I'm hearing from women I have never interacted with who suddenly receive a message from me. I am way too cute to have words in front of my adorable face. And I'm getting this. I don't know why you think you're cute. Blah, blah, blah. Like it was, and listen, they were okay, angry. Okay, well, that's a bit rightful. aggressive. Calm well, down. <laughs> well, but they, because they don't know, because they don't know what notes is, because they're not connecting the dots, they're just receiving this random weird message from a guy. And I don't blame them for being upset. I guess. Okay. It comes if across you're not as upset, really, really then I guess weird. I won't be upset. But no, like, I get, I I'm get why they were confused. Yeah, I'm hoping this is a glitch. Like, because you said you're one of the first people to get this update. I hope that's a glitch. Yeah. Because, like, that's not cool, Facebook. I'm sorry. But there are people on there that I've had never, like you said, never talked to. And, like, why would... I want to send notes to well, every single person. So that's like, it. People, people I have interacted with, they responded going, oh, I wondered what that was about. That was a really weird message from you. But by and large, the people who were the loudest were the people I've never interacted with before who were just going, okay, another creepy guy on Facebook. We need to shoot him down. So I'm not updating my notes. And I recommend highly that you don't do it either because it's just like another thing that we didn't need Facebook. Thank you very much. So I'm not a huge movie guy. Uh, Keith Whittier is. We rely on him for movie reviews every single week. You, on the other hand, Zoe, you love going to the movies. What was your favorite movie of the year? 
Um, this year it was Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre, and I am not French, so that sounded probably way horrible. I was going to say, what did you just say? Yeah, no, you're not French at all. <laughs> what? Thanks. <laughs> anyway, the movie you tried to mention uh, is not on the top 10 top grossing movies of 2023. You know what else is not on the top 10 list? And this surprised the hell out of me. Mm. She missed it by that much. Taylor Barbie? Swift. Taylor Swift. Oh. Taylor Swift, the heiress tour. Not on the top oh. 10. Oh, I guess because of the release date that she chose. Am I right or am I yeah. wrong? I mean, she didn't do badly. 173 million bucks, just short of the number 10 position, which is Indiana Jones and the I'm calling it quits. But here are your top five income earners at the box office in 2023. Um, did you ever see this, by the way, because you were talking about it? Oppenheimer, number five. We have not seen it yet. I'm so like we we keep saying like we gotta go, we gotta go. So it's definitely on the list, but right, I don't know if it's so still in theaters. Three hundred and twenty-four point four million is what it earned. Let's make that three hundred and twenty-four million four hundred and twelve dollars because two tickets is six bucks a piece. There you go. But also like that was in IMAX too, which are more expensive tickets. So I'm just I'm just curious how that plays was it, into it. Was it not in regular theaters as well though? Yeah, that's so they get the double. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I so gotcha. I'm like, well, how does that fare to everyone else if they're not shot in IMAX or? I don't have the answer, Zoe. I just have the top ten list. Number that's four. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three raked in three hundred and fifty-nine million dollars this year. We did see that one. <laughs> Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I remember Keith reviewing that. Said it wasn't bad. Mm. Three hundred eighty-one point three million bucks. Number three on the list. The Super Mario Brothers, no surprise. Take the kids to the movies. $575 million. And the number one movie of the year. I know you saw this. You even dressed up very handsome man to go and see it. Barbie. Yes, indeed. $636 million. Jesus. And counting. There you go. Your top grossing movies of 2023 here on the Weekend Jam. It's the Weekend Jam with Zoe and the Milkman. So it's a big thing, of course. A lot of radio stations, like early in November, go all Christmas. I've got a story here, Zoe. Okay. This is a survey of a 1,000 people from Coupon Birds. The most hated songs by the time Christmas Day rolls around. If you work retail especially. <laughs> yeah, I remember working retail and I just wanted to bang my head against uh -huh. anything if I heard <laughs> Jingle Bells rock one more time in my life. So I was lucky. Yeah. I never worked at a radio station that was all Christmas. I don't know that mm -hmm. I would have been able to handle it. I mean, it would have been, you know, turn turn the volume up for like the end of the song I needed to talk. And then turn it back down again when I was. But the I other problem too is now like stations will go and find the artists that they already play and find their Christmas album. Oh yeah. And then it is like there's like 16 different Jingle Bells, like one by Justin Bieber, one by Mariah Carey. One From by all accounts, and any program, too much. Any program director and any consultant. Well, we do the research on this, and people, despite what you hear, people really, really enjoy this format. They can't get enough of it. I call BS, but anyway, here we go. A survey I call of what they never worked in retail, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Anyone who worked in retail will be like, absolutely not. <laughs> That's probably who we talked to in this survey. So this is a survey yeah. of a thousand people. Coupon Birds did the survey. Uh, by the time Christmas Day rolls around, what song do you think, Zoe? People are the most sick of at Christmas. 
Jingle Bell Rock? I don't know. That's mine. <laughs> oh, interesting. I would have thought you would have automatically gone to the number one song, but no, Jingle Bell Rock is on the list. Here you go. Your top okay. five most hated Christmas songs. Like I just I can't take one more by the time Christmas morning rolls around. It's the most wonderful time mm. of the year. Andy yeah, Williams fair. at number five. <laughs> uh, Bing Crosby's White Christmas, number four. Is that when it's like beginning to look a lot like Christmas? Are you serious? No. Oh. I'm <laughs> dreaming. Oh, of right. A yeah. Christmas. See, this is, how, this is how far I go out of my way not to listen to these. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the fact that I'm singing, you started it. I like this song, but yeah, if I'm working retail, I'm probably pretty tired of it. Probably by now, as a matter of fact. Number three Honestly. on the list. Yeah, most hated Christmas songs. Number three on the list, Last Christmas from Wham. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, honestly. Even now, like I go into the store and I'm like, la, 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 la. <laughs> I already feel bad for the employees. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they've gone to self-checkout. They can't get anybody to work the holiday seasons. No, you're oh, playing Christmas music. Yeah. <laughs> you might have cracked the code on that one. <laughs> Number two, the most hated song, uh, Come Christmas Morning, you said it. Bobby Helms, Jingle Bell Rock, but number one on the list. I'm surprised you didn't nail it. I love this song. Mind is you. Santa Claus is coming to town? No. Oh. I love this song. Mind you, I'm a straight guy, and I just think she's unbelievably cute in that little Santa outfit. Yes, the number one most hated song at Christmas. Oh, baby, all I want for Christmas is you. Christmas is for this to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's the weekend jam with Zoe and the Milkman. It's the back in my day battle. Zoe, a child of the 90s and the early 2000s. Yours truly, a child of the 70s and 80s. So Zoe quizzes me on things from her era. I quiz her on things from my era. And I am losing this yep. battle of back in yep. my day. Hmm. <laughs> 13 to 10 yeah well who's counting you are all right me only me so the deal on the show is the loser goes first i'm gonna bring something up from back in my day and see if you know what the heck i'm talking about zoe thorne oh gosh i hope i do all right back in my day there was a thing called a floby what is a floby it's uh was it Oh, no, that's Floam, which is like a newer toy. Uh, a Flow-me. Flow-be. Flow-be. Yes. Is it like a gelatin toy of some sort? No. Zoe, no. we don't talk about those things. This is an all-ages <laughs> I didn't show. I say silicone. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, it's no, also not a ahead. toy. It's not a toy. No, very practical device. No clue. Everybody from my generation is screaming at their speaker right now. So the Floby Probably. is an attachment that goes on the end of your vacuum cleaner, and then you can cut your hair with it. <laughs> so oh, it, my God. It, there was no way I was going to get that. It like, cuts your hair and then vacuums the hairs up. There's no cleanup. And I know some people to this day who still use the Floby. All right. Back in your days, Zoe. So back in my day, we had this awesome thing that was all the rage. It was Hit Clips. Hit Clips? Hit Clips, yeah. My first inclination is to lean towards something music. 
It sounds like the name of like a music show you'd see on Much Music or YTV or something. Time now for Hit Clips! And you'd get like, you know, the 10 second hook of a song or something like this. You know, this is the new music. Uh, Hit Clips. Actually, I'm going to go with that. Would it be like a, like, a, like a cassette single you would get and it would have like just little clips of the biggest hit songs? I'm going with that. Oh my God, you nailed it. Yeah. What? So a hit clip. Yeah. It was basically like, um, like it was like a portable MP3, but you would get these little cartridges and it would only have 60 seconds of like some of the biggest songs. So, of course, like NSYNC, Sugar Ray, Destiny's Child, Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, Pink, like all of them had these 60 second uh, clip cartridges that you would stick into it. So, hit me, baby, 60 that. seconds at a time. Milky is. Closing the gap. There you go. Another battle of back in my day. It's the Weekend Jam with Zoe and the Milkman. Hey, you just mentioned something that I think is so cool. we got to bring this up on the show. So a little background. Um, when I first launched BTR, uh, every Christmas, we would do Christmas light installations. We went from like the east end of the city, Kempville, uh, Stittsville, Canada, and all points in between. Uh, installing Christmas lights on people's homes. My buddy Paul from McCarthy Automotive, my friend AJ would help out. We raised a lot of money doing that, and along came COVID, and we just weren't comfortable, and people weren't comfortable having us around to do the Christmas lights, but I'm starting to get the emails. Are you, are, are you doing the Christmas lights? I'm physically mm. in really, really bad shape, Zoe. <laughs> like, That's fair. I'm not even That's trying fair. to mince words. I'm just, I don't feel comfortable climbing a ladder, so no, unfortunately, I am not able to do Christmas light installations this year. But let's talk about a cool fundraiser that your workplace has undertaken, and it pertains to the Christmas cards. Uh, are these the ones that you typically send to your clients, or are we buying Yes, these? yeah. So to our to our tenants, we we send Christmas cards, and then we always, um, half of the pr- like money that we are putting towards the Christmas cards goes towards a charity of our, our choosing. Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah, we did the Distress Center. Um, of Yay! Ottawa. Yeah. Um, and this year I've put forward um, the Ottawa Food Bank, of course, because I feel like Amazing. the Ottawa Food Bank, every every food bank across the country needs help. So oh if you've gosh. got a couple extra bucks, it goes so far for food banks, uh-huh. way farther than you or I going to the grocery store. Um, and then the other one is Shelter Movers of Ottawa. Um, this is actually nation wide um my brother volunteered for them in vancouver I, I think here and there he still tries to but basically it helps women and children mainly that's not not just excluding only them but, right, it's, but predominantly. it's mainly women yeah predominantly uh women and children who are in abusive homes find either storage or another place to live and keep it anonymous so that Love their abuser it. can't come back yeah Love so it. they they cover everything of the moving cost because a lot of the time people feel so trapped, right? Because they don't have the funds to move everything or they don't have the time. So it's like, to me, sounds like a wonderful charity. It is. Those are three really worthy causes. Good on you guys. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You've prompted an idea. For the listeners of this program, if you have got a charitable uh, organization that you are working with that you want to highlight, spotlight, and get some attention on, uh, we'd love to have you on as a guest. So please reach out to us. Our website is theweekendjam.com It's the Weekend Jam with Zoe and the Milkman. We did it again. We went to your Insta. We went to your Facebook. We went to all your social media and we stole your memes. Right out from (laughs) underneath you. Yes! Time for memes we've seen. Zoe, what do you got? 
I like eating nerds because I'm secretly hungry for aquarium gravel and it takes the edge off. Aquarium gravel? <laughs> if you look at it, it does look it does. like aquarium gravel. Pop rocks in a fish tank? Okay. Things I must First do. off, murdering fish. <laughs> mm. That's why the phone's ringing. That would be the people for the ethical treatment. I'm just kidding. I'm a radio jokester. He does coming, coming for you. <laughs> Memes I've seen. You say four-hour car ride. I say four-hour live concert featuring me. I sent that one to Mr. Handsome the other day because we were going on a road trip. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, I don't want to party like it's 1999. I want to go grocery shopping like it's 1999. Zoe Thorne, I caught you red-handed not listening to this show. I used that one two weeks ago. Oh, did you? Zoe. Uh oh, our algorithms are sinking. <laughs> or, wait, what? <laughs> oh, algorithms. Okay. <laughs> no wonder I found it funny. I was like, ah. <laughs> memes. Yeah, right. Memes I've seen. It's difficult to catch a black cat in a dark room, especially when it's not there. <laughs> that is, yeah. <laughs> I love. Why is because it's two o'clock in the morning when I found that meme. That's why I was laughing so hard at oh, that. Oh, there you go. All right, you got one more. Yes, I do. A client this morning called their PTSD spicy deja vu, and I lost it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stealing that. I love it. My final meme that I have seen. Sometimes I think I'm reasonably intelligent, and sometimes I click the remote car door lock a second or third or fourth time for extra lockiness. (laughs) Extra (laughs) securiness. You do it too, don't you, Zoe? Oh, I go back all the time to double <laughs> double check, triple check. I'm terrible for that. So Memes yeah. we've seen. It's the Weekend Jam with Zoe and the Milkman. So I mentioned to Zoe just a minute ago that um, I've been invited to Fanaticon. And you're like, is that like porn? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. There are conventions for everyone. <laughs> yeah. But why would you leap to that? John's been invited to something. It has to be porn. Why? Well, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it kind of checked out with your MO. But... <laughs> <laughs> My old MO. I'm not that person anymore. I am never okay. going to shake that stigma, am I? No, Fanaticon is, uh, it's like a Comic-Con. So if you're a fan, let's say, of a comic book writer, that comic book writer could find themselves at Fanaticon. Um, oh my gosh. Anyway, this this very strange conversation between Zoe and I started because um, the person running Fanaticon wants uh, a headshot of me mm-hmm. that they turn into mm-hmm. backdrops and cards and promo posters and stuff and they comic it up and whatever else. And you're like, well, you're a photographer. Do your own photos. You know what? I can. I don't want to, though. Like, I, I just have you ever done modeling? Yes. <laughs> See, how did I know? Right. So, you know, when you're on that side of the camera, that's the role, right? That's the headspace yeah. you're in. And you're sort of very focused on performing for the camera. Mm. It's difficult when you hop on the other side of the camera and you're trying to do that dual role. So if I'm going to do Fanaticon, and I'd like to, um, I'd like to find a photographer who's going to bring something out in me um, that I'm not likely to bring out in myself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, that's that's totally fair because I think I've I have heard from like like photographers saying that it's hard to take your own 
Oh, yeah. Like personal photo of oh, yourself. Yeah. It's one of the hardest things like people struggle with in photography is taking a good photo of themselves. I could direct um, same you- thing with artists like, you know, them doing a portrait of themselves like it's yeah. it's very difficult. Yeah, it's, it's always more interesting anyway when you collaborate with someone. And, and mm-hmm. like I said, they bring out something they see you differently than you see yourself and they bring out, I think, a more realistic you. Perhaps, yeah, of course. Perhaps even you know the porn star within. I don't know. Tell you what, you you <laughs> give me less. Give me less. Oh, yeah, I was just gonna say you. Tell you what, you be the photographer right now. We're on camera between okay. us. Okay. So all right, okay. it's John's. Hang on, I need lighting. Okay, there's the lighting. All right, photo shoot. What am I doing? Okay, you're looking gorgeous already. Give me Ooh. some fierceness. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh, some more. Do you oh, like the duck it. lips? Yes. Mm. Oh my mm. goodness. Yeah. To the left. Did you like to my nails? Did my nails? Oh, get my nails in the those shot. Nails, nails are- <laughs> those nails, bud. Zoom right in. <laughs> uh, perhaps we'll find someone to get this done. But um, uh, to our friends at Fanaticon, um, yeah, why not? I'd love to be there. Yeah. Thanks for the invite. You should do it. I'm gonna. Where is it again? Because I'm gonna go. That's good- I want. I want my own signatured headshot from Milky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's um, uh, the EY Center, but don't hold me to that. We'll find out. Anyway, Fanaticon. I'm going to be there. (laughs) More details soon on the Weekend Jam. It's the Weekend Jam with Zoe and the Milkman. Let's talk CFL. Okay, and you you and I have talked about this before and and our frustrations with it. We want this league to succeed, but at every single turn, it just seems to shoot itself in the foot. Going to Red Blacks games is not fun, and it's not just the team, the game day experience. Well, here we are, like Carrie Underwood is performing like in the week leading up to Grey Cup. Green Day are the halftime entertainment. And what does the CFL do? It schedules its Grey Cup game, and it had to know that this would be on TV up against it the same night as the Billboard Music Awards. Oh, yep. Shot themselves in the foot again. It's a classic for them, I guess. I don't like I, I, I find. Well, it's like the same thing when um, here in, in the city, they changed out the bridges on one of the most massive event weekends. Yes. Yeah. And it's a whole volleyball <laughs> blues fest all going on. Let's just take out a bridge yes. of the major highway. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a good. No one's going to be bothered. It's on the weekend. It's like it was the biggest weekend of the summer. How could you? So, yeah, I, I feel like these people get schedules. They know these things and they're like, yeah, but people still tune in. Or no. do they? No. Do they even look? Do they even go, hey, what else is going on when we schedule the biggest game of the year? Because the CFL, all they talk about is we need to attract a younger fan. We need to reel them in, which is why they're doing things like trying to get you know Green Day as their halftime entertainment, which is why they're doing things like getting Carrie Underwood. But then they fail to realize that the average 20-something-year-old, when they flip on their TV on Sunday, are more likely to be watching the Billboard Music Awards, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. And the, I think like they need to get a Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing going on between <laughs> some sort of Canadian pop artist, say Avril Lavigne. We've talked about this before, <laughs> to start dating one of the well, players so that people start tuning into things. That like how many twenty somethings now tune into football just to hopefully see Taylor Swift at one of Travis Kelsey's games? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. And as annoying and frustrating as that is for a lot of football fans who follow the NFL, it equates to huge, huge, huge numbers. It is what yeah. it is. So, so, okay, come Sunday night, what are you picking? Grey Cup, 
or billboard? Oh, personally? Oh, it would be, it would probably end up being the billboards. Um, I mean. Case in point. Old, yeah. Old man John watching the great. Yeah. Album. Ooh, jamming. That's a bad jam. It's my jam. It's the Weekend Jam with Zoe and the Milkman. Before we go, I, I just got to do a shout out. Oh. If I may. Sure. Uh, the Tesla is like one of the most high-tech, or probably the most high-tech vehicle out there. The entire thing is battery-operated. It's an all-electric car. If you've ever been in one, the whole thing runs off of what is essentially an iPad. Yeah, and there's no brake pedal. Isn't there's no brake pedal? No. It's like instant power, so you just like lift your foot Oh, I didn't on know and that. Off. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Anyway, to me, that's terrifying in traffic. Like, how do you gauge that? Uh, yeah, and I don't know that I've wanted to know that because, okay, that makes this even more scary. So <laughs> here's, here's I'm on Merrillville Road the other day, guy in a beautiful Tesla, most expensive car, most high-tech car, everything is, like, pe- people who buy a Tesla are tech nerds. They love tech. Everything is awesome when it comes to or, tech. Or they hate gas stations, one or the other. Okay, there's that. <laughs> Dude was driving his Tesla and holding his cell phone in his hand and texting while driving. What? No. In, in, no. Like, just surrender your car now, you idiot. Like, what? Yeah. Well, because <laughs> I have a HRV and I plug it in and it comes up on my dash. I can answer your text messages by just talking yes. to the ether. Yes. So why are you holding your phone anymore is beyond me. Especially in a Tesla. The whole thing mad. is wired for that very reason. Yeah. Like <laughs> anyway. it, that just drives me mad. Honestly. Tesla guy. I hope you're listening. I hope you have figured out how to connect us to the dashboard of your car um, because it is ridiculously simple. The sound, by the way, of BlastTheRadio.com in your car is second to none. Um, The new BlastTheRadio.com, here I am shamelessly plugging, uh, will be launching throughout the coming days. we got a brand new morning host. You and I are going to make an appearance on the afternoons on BlastTheRadio.com. But it's better music, it's better sound, it's better talk. It's an even better BlastTheRadio.com. And like I said, more of Zoe and the Milkman throughout your entire week. And the best of from each week will become the new Weekend Jam beginning next Guys, weekend. Guys, if you like what you heard, spread the word, of course. We always appreciate new listeners tuning in to the Wild West of the Weekend Jam. Wild West of the Weekend Jam. <laughs> yes, that. It's the Milkman, John Milky. She's Zoe Thorne. Move for now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Okay, I'll talk to you later. See you later. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Bye. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.